Hello and welcome back to the Essential Blue Podcast. My name is Tommy and I'm your host. So for the first time on the episode, sorry, on the, on the podcast, we're going to have like a monologue <laughs> between I and Ray. Because obviously, I've, I've, actually everybody's still talking after New Year's Eve and all that. So yeah, it's going to be a monologue. Ray, how you doing, bro? I'm very good, and it seems like it will no longer be a monologue because someone else is here, and I don't know who it is. Bro, Wizzy, how you doing, man? That's crazy. Good evening, uh, gentlemen. We okay? I'm good, I'm good. Life goes on. Yeah, how you doing, man? I'm good, thank you. I just finished work, so, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, this is the first time Wizzy is on the podcast so this should be fun mm-hmm. yeah having me. yeah cheers man okay so i mean ugh, what do we start from i mean first of all it's no more it's no more monologue so this should be fun so we're just gonna talk about the game <clears throat> that happened today uh what do you start from so we're gonna talk about like you know goals and incidents from the all the goals and all the incidents that happened at the game today so, I mean, Ray, what can you say about the lineup? Uh, I think the lineup was good. Um, we've been asking for consistency because um, even if there are players in that lineup I don't like, um, it, it'll be more fair for us to criticize them after they've looked shit for three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten games straight yeah. with the same lineup with the same formation. Even the formation, I wasn't sure what formation we were using. We changed formation a couple of times during that game. I thought we were going to play a 4 2 3 1 because there were points where I saw Zechariah playing as an 8, like as an advanced 8, not a defensive 8. I was confused. I saw a 4 2 4. I saw a 4 3 3. A majority of that game, we didn't even use our best, in my opinion, our best formation, which is 4 2 3 1. Um, I don't know why we use all those formations because the midfield, the one that everybody complains about, <laughs> was like a donut hole because nobody was there playing the defensive role. But that's all I got to say about the lineup. First, first. I mean, Wizzy, what can you say about the formation then? Because I know Ray went into a lot. And it was yeah, only- yeah. <clears throat> um, I, I like the um, I like the lot, and you know, I agree with what Ray was saying about you know, in regards of um, you know, keeping the same same personnel, so they got to so have consistency, so they can kind of play into form, hopefully, and, and stuff like that. So I agree with that. Um, but yeah, the formation I didn't really get because it seems like straight out of the bat. Like I would have liked to see a four two three one, like for sure. Um, it didn't really seem like Zachariah and um, Jorginho were actually in a pivot. Like it's like uh, what he was like he was saying. Um, you know, uh, Zachariah is very advanced, sometimes like quite wide as well. Um, I think it's maybe to counter the kind of narrow um, midfield that Nottingham Forest that like, use. But um, I don't really think it worked well because Zachariah was getting in, in his advanced uh, spaces and he couldn't really progress the ball well enough in those um so I don't really think it really worked too well so i would have liked to see us kind of revert to a normal double pivot with georginio zakaria like we saw against bournemouth um and i don't we didn't really even do that in the game so it was quite weird but yeah when you were speaking i realized it was actually a fun game i know we dropped points but actually enjoyed from a neutral perspective if yeah yeah no it was a good game right, that game was actually good we weren't boring today but we lost well we, we drew I'm wrong. we drew, we drew. 
feels like a loss. But actually, Ray, do you get do you do you reckon the lineup might change for the next game? Because I have there's somebody I want to talk about a lot, so I'll, I'll save it for later. But do you reckon the the lineup might change a bit for the next game? Um. Yes, there should be one change, and it should be Trev. Mm. Um. For uh, what's this guy's name? Uh, Aspie. Oh, is <laughs> yeah. As much as Koulibaly um, is a problem defensively, I think the wings are suffer like they're just suffering right now. So that's 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 the best you can do. Fez, Fez. I mean, again, we we could talk about as because there's a there's a, there's a point and the, there's a segment in the podcast yeah where we have to talk about oh is it Aspie's fault? So I mean, I want to ask you this question first before we do: Is it Aspie's fault? So I want to say, do you reckon? Same question to rate. Same question to ask rate. Really, do you reckon the lineup might switch up a bit for the next game? Because obviously we're playing Man City. So what do you reckon? Because I was thinking, I want, I thought perhaps Ziyech might come into the fold for Pulisic. But yeah, what do you think? No worries. Um, yeah, I mean, I think we need to see rotation because our points, like our energy, our energy completely dropped today. Um, yeah. In the second half, like, the energy wasn't there wasn't any energy there. Um, so I do think we need. To, I'd like to see quite a bit of rotation, but ideally, because you have like City in the Prem, we should probably sit with the same lineups because of the experience. But um, right. what experience? I think, uh, <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> just yeah. I think that's why you know we didn't see younger players come on today, for example, because you know if we 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 put them on and then end up conceding and losing goal it will really mess with them the younger kids you know the younger players have mentality and, and stuff like that you need to be rely you'd be able to rely on the experienced players to you know dig deep and and, and stuff but I didn't really which is uh which is a shame but um with Zayek I don't know I'd like to see him um especially because we are actually using like conventional wingers at the moment so I do think it would be a good idea and, and he did actually offer quite a lot when he did come on I'm not the, the biggest Zayek fan um but it's mainly because of his kind of um, it's kind of like a one-trick pony, but you know, if you deploy him correctly, you can win a game, and we've seen that at Chelsea so far, anyway. So, yeah, I wouldn't mind us giving a Zayek a go. Yeah. No. Um. Wizzy, can you, what can you say about what Raid said? Because Raid said he wants to see Chalobah as well. Oh yeah, no. Ch- yeah, I'm a big uh, Chalobah fan. Um, I think he's sensational, honestly. Especially considering how young he is and how like last season was his first Prem season. Um. Yeah, I'd love to see. I think, and I think he could do well in right in, in right back as well. Yeah. Um. So yeah, no, I love. Yeah, I'd love to see Trev in the team, one hundred percent. First, first. So yeah, Ray, what can you say about um Ziyech? Because I mean, you know, Wizzy's right, isn't he? Like he, he, it's we're playing a what do you call it, a, a conventional. We're playing conventional wingers now, so he is right actually. I mean, what can you say about Ziyech coming in? I know, actually, no, I'm actually going to say this. Um, Ziyech actually created one of the big chances. I mean, I guess it's the moment of the match, but yeah. Yeah, what can you say? Um, uh, I <laughs> told you what I think about Ziyech. I think he's a one-foot merch, and I think he's probably the easiest winger to defend in our team because yeah. you know exactly what he's going to do. The only thing is, if you're going to play Ziyech, you're going to have to play Aubameyang. So you are... The only problem is, right, if you're going to play Ziyech, you're going to have to play Ziyech probably in a 4-2-3-1 because you want to keep shit with Kai 
and you want to have Aubameyang in front of him. And uh, uh, ZS could end up playing more inside, more of an inside forward than he is like a wide winger role because the four-two-three-one is more of an inside forward situation than it is a wide winger situation. Um, the only thing I will say is if you get overlaps from like Trev, yeah, then and <laughs> he could target like Aubameyang, then it works. If Aubameyang is not playing, I'm telling you right now, you're gonna see ZS versus Zagreb again um, <laughs> against City. Um, but like, I don't think he's gonna change. Do you think he's gonna change the right back anytime soon? I don't. I don't. Unless we sign a player before then. But then again, we can they register him in? in- I really think we because yeah, as pieces suffering, man. Like it's sad to see, and like it's genuinely not his fault. Like people are giving him a lot of stick, and maybe he should he should get it because he wasn't the best today. Um, but in the day, like he's very limited because of his age and and everything, and he should not be playing as many games as he is. You know, it's because obviously Reese has this in, this injury problem. Um, but yeah, I do think it will be, you know, it will be probably be a good idea to. You know, even just not playing Asby as much, you know, making him not play maybe two games a week or something like that. Or if we are going to play Asby, you know, we'd have to be quite asymmetrical with our build-up. Um, you know, kind of have him kind of not be told to go forward so he can just focus on his defensive duty so we can stay solid. But obviously, yeah. we do want those overloads on, on, on the wing. So, yeah, it's, it's hard. I think, I think I'll say this. I think when it comes to Man City... Messi is probably one of the better um, sides to face because we're going to concede possession to them. Um, and when that happens, um, it's going to allow Aspie to just sit there and kind of soak up pressure so he's not going to be as drained when it comes to stamina. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. think him playing like a regular fullback, you're sitting there not running up and down, is going to expose him less. So that might be a good thing. But then I think, okay, at that point, do you put Trev at right back? And then let Kulabali get exposed against City, or what do you do? I don't know because I'm I don't as much as you you guys know how much I love Kulabali. That was my AVI for six months, um, but he's looking like he needs his milk, man. And I don't know if I want Trev at RCB, uh, where he him and Silva can be together, or I want Trev as a right back. So I don't know. To answer that, I mean, it's a bit difficult for the manager to... Because it looks like Thiago Silva and Kulibale are building up relationships. So I don't think that will happen. I don't think I'll be broken anytime soon. But yeah, I mean, the Chaloba one... I oh, think also I've, headers. You bring yeah. Trev in there. You bring somebody who's, who's got headers. You give him somebody who's mobile. Trev, as much as people don't see it, it's one of his low-key traits. He can shoot the ball a decent amount. He can progress the ball a decent amount. Yeah, yeah. Fez, yeah. I mean... I, I'm I'm intrigued, but what you said about the Man City dilemma is true as well because we're going to concede possession. So yeah, yeah Ugh, that might on, be man. good for him too. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I feel like well, let's 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 move on. I mean, <laughs> we could go on and on about this as beaten. So, um, okay, what other incidents stood out for you guys? I mean, what incidents? Because I mean, I could think about the Pulisic lack of header, the one him and Aubameyang went for, the one ZH crossed. I can't really think of other. I mean, the chance, the early chance. <laughs> Kepa made a few saves here and there. But what can you say about the first goal? Our first goal. I mean, it was a nice goal, right? Was uh, it- yeah, it was a decent goal. I'm, I need to give a little credit to Mason Mount. I'm, you know, I'm a fanboy, and obviously, you know, he gets he's getting a little sick at the moment and stuff like that. But you know, that attack did start from Mount. Um, you know, doing a very nice ball through to Pudisic. I mean, between the left back and and right back, or not in Forest, and um, 
you know, Pudisic obviously crossed it in. Uh, we got a bit fortunate from kind of Havertz and Bowley both going for it. Uh, Bolly, sorry, both going for it and then it hits the post and uh, Sterling reacts really well. I think it's a really nice finish because, um, yeah, the ball's coming at him quickly. So, you know, it was a decent goal. Um, yeah, I think most credit would have to go to Mount because, you know, he kind of, um, you know, he got his start. He good, good uh, cross into the into a dangerous area by um, Peter Six. So, yeah, it was nice. Yeah, I'll say most of the credit have probably have to go to Pulisic. But yeah, it was a, it was a nice goal, yeah. But then, I mean, with the rate, you could say, uh, you could say that we obviously we had the opportunity to go two goals up, but we don't take our chance as usual. Because I mean, the, two goals up. Of, when? I mean, there were no like clear chances, but like obviously, when you score your first goal, you know that's the best time to keep going. Yeah, no, sure. I think um, and we did have a, have a chance, and it was when um, it was Pudisic and um. It was in the box and it like came down to him. It was quite like messy and quite quite scrappy in the box and yeah. Pulisic got a shot off, but it was a straight at the keeper. Oh yeah, yeah. The, um, yeah, passed straight to the throat of the goalkeeper. Yeah, I remember yeah, that. yeah. He had to you know get it get that in any kind of direction, left or right, and you know it, at least I bet you know at least threatens the goal, but he just scuffed the she scuffed the shot and um, yeah, it's unfortunate because yeah, I think that could have been a goal right there, obviously. So. That's a shame. But yeah, apart from that, we didn't really have any chances and obviously that's a big problem. Um, uh, and not enough for us to really piled it on, on to us in the second half. So great second mm-hmm. half performance. Great second half performance by by them. Um, Hell yeah. No, but I mean, we we did have a chance in the second half. I know we're talking about the first half earlier. In the second half, we could talk about the the the, the, the chance Aubameyang and uh, Pulisic both missed. Yeah, I mean, they both... Aubameyang had kind of another opportunity as well when Gallagher kind of drilled it. I think it was Gallagher who drilled it into him. Um, but he's just got like an awful touch on it and stuff. But yeah, that was unfortunate, you know, with that, just because it was a great ball in by Zaya, Kevin. It's just not Aubameyang or Pudisic could connect to it. And it's yeah, not ideal. That's the great thing about Ziyech, right? Yeah. If you get Ziyech out wide, that guy could be one of the best creators in the entire world. But it's easy. It's just too easy to defend. That's the issue. You say that, that, but that's what we need right now, though. You say it's not like we have anything better, and obviously he proved that at the World Cup. Morocco went far. I I feel like he wasn't wasn't creative. He was he was good defensively. He wasn't creative. Nonetheless, bro, he went. He played in the semi final of a of the World Cup, so you can't tell me he's not using that as leverage. I mean, look at Kovacic today as well. I think Kovacic starts our next game. I mean, he's gonna have to because, like I said, you're you're gonna have to keep some level like. I don't mind keeping the same front three, right? And then having yeah. Ziyech come on because at least Ziyech, at that point in time, whoever's defending, they're tied a little bit. So Ziyech is going to have more of a chance to beat his man or whatever it may be, or he's going to have a little bit more time on the ball. So that's fine. But I think that Sterling has to stop because I think if Sterling has somebody overlapping or underlapping, I'm telling you right now, man, it will be hell on earth for City on that right-hand side. Um, Feds, but okay. I mean, because for, for me, I was thinking of dropping Pulisic, but then Pulisic has a good record against Man City. Then who are you dropping Pulisic for? It has to be oh, oh dropping Pulisic for um Ziyech, but then I have to move Sterling to the other wing. That's a problem. So Feds, I guess we could we could keep Ziyech for like six um thirty minutes. So Feds, <laughs> we go the same front three, man. I don't think we will win that game. Because Ziyech has that. Yeah, no, ex- we won't be winning a game. <laughs> no, I think, I think, I, I, I as well. I believe we'll, we'll, we'll beat City. 
I'm, I'm making a, I'm making a shock, 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 shock prediction, and we'll beat City. Nah, no way. Because they need it as well. Like deeper, you know, they drew against Everton, seven points behind Arsenal now. And I, I don't, I'm not, you know, I, a lot, I feel like a lot of fans are worried about Arsenal winning it. I'm, I'm not, I'm still not sold on, on them winning it yet because, um, you know, for example, they look like in pole position to get top four last year, and then they, and they, and they slipped of that. I'm not saying they're not going to get to four. They'll get top four, but, you know, it looks like they're going to get the title and they need, you know, there's a mentality you need to, to get, you know, over the line for that. So, yeah, Man City are still, are still a great team. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, they've got Haddon. I don't think Haddon's going to want his debut season being the season that City don't win the league after they look like a shoe to win the league, you know? You know the funny thing about Haaland? I think Haaland is the reason why they don't look good right now, but I'll just leave that for another day. No, this is, what I keep, this is what I keep hearing, but I don't I don't particularly agree with that because um, Haaland himself, he's even been creating chances. He's got the fifth most chances created in the um in the league. <laughs> um, joint joint with, I think, two other players. He's made eight this season in terms of big chances created. Um, and I don't know. I think, yeah, they've, 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 they've like, began a dependency on, on Haaland, but... Uh, I still think I don't think they've got like I don't think he's the reason they're not like top right now or anything like that. No, I, I, I'll tell you. I'll tell you why. It's not because. Oh, go ahead, bro. Can I just say this briefly about Arsenal? Can I just say this briefly? Uh, bro, they're not. They're gonna win the league. It looks like they're gonna win the league. But yeah, Ray, go on. That's all I wanted to say. I don't yeah, I wanted to say that too. Um, but I think Haaland. It's not because his fault, right? But his very presence. But I think what I mean is. They initially, when they got Haaland, they also got rid of Sterling, right? And him being there does not allow them to be as, as fluid as they need to be. That's why I'm saying that, like, they try to do this thing where they play um, Julian Alvarez. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, him and Julian Alvarez can't coexist. So you got to pick one. Me yeah, personally, definitely. I think Julian Alvarez should be the main guy. Because I think what? he suits his system. Yeah. Holland is clear of him when it comes to finishing. He's actually decent link up, whatever. He's, he's not bad link up. I don't think he's a he's like Nunes. But I think that like the fluidity that allows them to be consistent over a, a, a period of games, Holland does not allow that. So you get patches of great, great, great goal scoring, and then they'll just go into a drought. And we've seen it too many times this season, whether it's in the champs, the cup games, or it's in the regular prem. They don't look anywhere near as fluid. So when when Holland and that's going, they look they look confused. When they've played without him, though, they've been quite poor. Um, like they played a game without him in the Champions <clears> League, <throat> and um, yeah, I think it was. I think they drew it. Uh, I don't know if he was. I forgot who it was against, but they drew it, and um, yeah, they should have really been should have really won it. So they've, they've kind of got a dependency on him. But problems I'm hearing as well is like um, like Cancelo has been poor, and like he's been like one of their standout players over the past few years. Cancelo's not the best season, um, and their wingers are a bit are very inconsistent. Um, I don't think Vidas has been that bad. I think Vidas has been very overhated for this this thing again. No, he's been terrible on the wing because he's think... he's expected to get goals and assists, but he was never that player. Like even at Aston Villa, like he did get no, the, he got no, better goals and assists than he does now, but he was never that he's kind of player. He's um, what's the word? It's fine. Like I think Grealish in like a a more advanced midfield role would be really good. But I feel like when he's on the wing, all that happens is he'll try to be his man. Maybe one out of six times he'll do it, and then he'll get fouled all the, the five other times. And that stops the attack. 
right? Yeah. Versus no, like, sure. yes. So I mean, it's it, it is what it is. That's their problem. That's that's yeah, the I reason why wing is that our big problem right now because um, yeah, like Marvis is very inconsistent as well. Um, and I don't even think Foden's best deployed on a wing either. So I think that's their problem right now, Man City. Well, you say problem, obviously they're still doing well this season. This is second, which is below their expectations, but they're still having a good season. Um, but yeah. yeah man, it's a mess over there because like, it's just a mess. I mean, I, I, I can agree to a certain extent. Yeah, I guess they're accommodating for Haaland too much. And if you say one game, Wizzy, you said they played, again, they played without him for one game. This season has been the Haaland show, so you know. Yeah, I mean, okay, let's talk about uh, what you call it, the the man of the match and uh, moment of the match before we move on. To Jesus, the match. Oh, yeah, even That's dissect. Wait, but bro, we didn't dissect the game. What you call it, the the the, the goal we conceded. I mean, what oh guys- yeah, essentially, right with that, like we um just they had the pressure on us, you know. Taken a bunch of shots. Our knee, uh, I don't know if that's how you pronounce his name, uh, the number nine. Um, he didn't play number nine, but he, like, the shot number's nine. He was playing as a winger. Yeah, he was he was really, really good. Just had Kuda Bali on strings that second half. Um, in particular, you know, they just found out him and Kuda Bali couldn't really handle it. Um, and then, yeah, Ovio, I think Sergio did really, really well there, you know. Um, just his chest it and then place it past Kepa. Um, poor defending. I mean, Aspi was on it. Poor from Pudic. You know, Pudic went for the header. Um, you know, really struggled to win it. But he had two had two players on him, so understood. So not the best marking, I would say. But it's an annoying goal to concede. It's a silly goal to concede and very inevitable. But it was coming. It was coming, and um, they deserved it as well. So, Ray, what can you say? Because like, I want to talk about the referee. Uh, uh... Do you guys think the referee was sh- was shit? I don't think he was too bad. Again, in the first half, at one point, I was thinking that he was being quite biased towards us, honestly, because yeah, um, exactly. I think Mount, you know, Mount didn't get yellow today at all. I don't think. I think he at least should have got one yellow. Um, Mount. Um, I don't think the referee was too bad. I think the referee was actually okay. Um, if I'm honest, not like bad, bad, but like. I, I agree he was too, he was a bit biased towards us, but I mean who cares, right? But yeah, right, go on. You know that's like the second goal. Yeah, the the ref was uh he, he was good, let the game go on. I don't I don't have anything negative to say about him. Um, because again, I'm not I, I hate that unless it's like the Spurs game and some of the other games, I don't really think the ref is, is the issue. Um when it comes to like uh the goal we conceded, it was Aspie and I think Aspie's I don't know what it is. It's like his ability to judge headers is just, and his position, his marking is just, it's just off now. Like when it comes to the set piece, it's just terrible. Um, and that's how we conceded it. But leading up to that point, Aspie kept, Aspie got blown by a couple of times. I think before that, someone, I don't, was it Brendan Johnson or whatever? He beat him. Um, and it was him and was it Koulibaly on that, on that right side. I don't remember who it was, but he got past both of them. And then he missed a couple of headers before that. So, I mean, it was coming. I mean, it was the most obvious thing. When they scored, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't surprising at all. Not surprising. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, people said that. I had a feeling we are going to get the winner, though. I feel that ZH cross to Pulisic and Aubameyang. I mean, what can you guys say about that? Because it seemed like Aubameyang touched the ball and then Pulisic couldn't reach it, you know. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's nice to say, really. I mean, it's it's because at the end of the day, that chance just came out of nowhere. So I wasn't really, it didn't really come from a decent build-up play or anything like that. I think in terms of like a chance that was like that would have been like created like from you know building up. You know, there was a you know it was quite annoying to watch, but it was like Silva and Kudapati get passed between each other, and then we got a pass between Babbing, and he's just like controlled it really poorly. Um, yeah. but I think that could have been a really, I think that could have been a really good chance. Um, to be fair, yeah, I think this. Had, I don't know why I keep going about the ZH team, but I think the ZH one had a higher XG compared to the Obama. Because I'm trying to remember the Obama Young touch one, actually. I need to, yeah. No, it was no. his head. If it was anybody else, it's just a header. Bang. Go. Yeah, but he touched it. He touched it and Pulisic couldn't reach it anymore. No, I know I don't like... he, he missed it. He missed He missed it completely. Go back and look at it. It looked, yeah, it looked like Obama Young almost hit it, but he missed it. No, nah, he touched it. I'm sure he touched it. Because I saw it. Well, Fez, Fez, let's not dwell too much on that. Okay, so moment of the match and man of the match. For me, moment of the match was the ZH cross. I felt like if that went in, that was three points for us. My uh, moment of the match is barely, you know, in terms of the actual football being played, but it was when uh, Zachariah kind of got in a little kind of face-to-face with, with Yates. Um, you know, I've seen be- I've seen people gassing it up on, on Twitter and whatever. Um but, you know, the reason I like that was because that, you know, that's the behaviour that I wish we we had, you know. Um, the behaviour that I wish our players still had. Like, back in the day, you know, a lot of our players had that kind of mentality. It's like, you know, you don't mess with us, you know, we're Chelsea. And like, Zachary really embodied that in, in that moment. And uh, I haven't seen that kind of spine and that kind of, um, I don't know, that kind of, I guess, aggression and kind of, you know, I haven't seen that from enough players in Chelsea, at Chelsea, you know, for a while. We, our players sometimes get like that in big games, but I want our players to be like that every game, you know, that kind of yeah. fearlessness. Um, so, yeah, that was my moment, moment of the match, honestly. Um, it, it's, so, yeah. it's, not, it's not secret, we're soft. Anyway, yeah, but it's so soft, man. This, uh, just before, before I get my moment of the match, that's one thing I was tweeting about. I was like, because if you look at the beginning of that game, even though we, we looked vulnerable in the middle, man, the forest book is like the fans were rattled, the players were rattled. At first, even though we weren't playing that well, like the the whole villain type of vibe we had because that it felt like an identity. Um, but my moment of the match was when Sterling was on the left, on the left wing and started doing step over. Yeah, <laughs> I think <laughs> did that as well. Pulisic did that yeah. as well. Yeah, I didn't see the stuff was posted, but it, Sterling was funny because he made his legs very wide, and then he couldn't get past the guy. But it was yeah. just, it was it was just I, I just liked the type of energy this game had because um, there were so many games where like we would lose or we looked like conceding and we didn't look confident. And I feel like at least these players feel more comfortable playing with each other. Um, oh, that's a great point because that's what I was thinking during the game, and I was going to tweet about it because we lost. I can't not well, I feel like we lost, but because we drew, you know. Um, you know, I didn't really want to make a comment on it, but it seems the players do seem a lot more kind of. It's weird because obviously we haven't been the best, but they do look more confident. Like they do look the more able to have the confidence to to beat a man and stuff. And maybe that's a that maybe that's the difference in Tuchel and Potter's man management. How Tuchel I seem was like quite aggressive and quite perfectionist with them, where Potter's a bit more lenient. Maybe that's what it is. So players feel like they can be more more free on the pitch. But at times, you know, today I was like, you know, our players are a lot more kind of. You know, kind of, kind of settled, and you know, willing to kind of take risks at times. But that wasn't, it wasn't constant enough. But I want to see that more. You know, from from the players, just having faith in their own abilities. Because we do, you know, our players, 
the annoying thing with our, our team over the past few years has just been like purple patches. You know, yeah, like say Pudisic's in good form and that wins us a couple games. Zaya gets in good form, that wins us a couple games. Bernd gets in good form, that wins us a couple games. Um, and I just, I'm just dying to see the teams all be in form like together for once, man. Mm-hmm. And I think it's possible because these players do show glimpses of them, you know, of why we did buy them. But it's just not constant enough, man. I think today the the big situation was in the middle. Of that. I, like I think that when I was saying four two three one, that's our best formation. That's the most formation we look the least vulnerable because the same thing that we complain about. J5 getting isolated. It happened again today. He, he had two or three players on him. Sterling, two or three players on him. He had one guy on him, but, but again, he can't beat anybody because they know he can't. So they just shove everything on that right side because Reese James is in there. So I, yeah. I don't know why he did that. I actually want to say this as well. Bro, you guys are saying a lot. So it's, it's, it's yeah, dropping a lot of like, what you call it, punchlines or whatever. So I just want to say like, Cocorella as well isn't really as attacking as we thought he would be because I know Pulisic didn't really offer much even though because Wizzy said something about like all the players come at the right time I feel like Pulisic might be the one to stand up even though I know I said let's drop him for ZH but sometimes when I watch him I feel like there's there's something there like today especially for the past two games not previously just this past two games I feel like there's something there you know but Cucurella, man, Cucurella isn't really offering anything at the other side. Aren't you guys seeing that? Yeah, no, it's I a good point. Though. Yeah, but like, I mean, Chiuel does a lot of attacking stuff. You know, Cucurella is... I'm going to go ahead because I have things to say about the whole Cucurella thing. Um, I think, um, personally, I think Cucurella was actually... Um, you know, you said you were going to discuss man of the match, but uh, I'll get out a bit early. Like, I think uh, Kukovella might have been my man of the match, if I'm honest. I've him or Thiago Silva, because I think Kukovella was quite solid today. You know, I think we didn't really have any issues on his side of the pitch. Um, it was mainly Kuda Bardi, and that's where the quitters is getting cooked. Um, but obviously, he doesn't offer much. Uh, he didn't really offer a lot attacking-wise, sadly. But I think I didn't really want our fullbacks to actually attack that much, just because... Um, you know, the kind of pace that Norton and Forrest had on the wings on the break, and it would have just left Silva and Koulibaly just isolated if both our fullbacks are up, and then therefore, if you were attacking on us, we would have just been left isolated, you know, with our, our centre-back pairing. So, I didn't really want to see them venture forward too much today, um, but I don't think Koulibaly was really was, uh, decent today, if I'm honest. Yeah, what I was going to say about Kukurella was, Kukurella was never... Um, a quote-unquote attacking fullback. He was more of like the support option. Like he would, because this this is probably the the, the prototypical Kukure game where his job is to be like an inverted fullback. He'll play like mm. in the three with Kulabali and um, what's his face, Thiago Silva, and then he'll occasionally overlap on the left side. That's why our left side looked kind of okay with Pulisic, and Pulisic didn't have two or three people marking him because there was only one because Kukurella is a threat passing wise. But he's not a threat when it comes to scoring goals like Chilwell is, and yeah, it's yeah, fine well, so. because he's a he's a one v one fullback. He's a one v one left back fullback type of player. That's that's what makes him good, um, and he showed that today. So, yeah, no, I agree. I'm surprised y'all are saying that, but Fez, I don't think he. I I think he has been too safe. I I feel like a left back. No, but that's why we got him. He's not. Yeah, he is. A, he's just a left back. While Chilwell is a fullback. Bro, he's an attacking fullback. Well, 
I, well, yeah. I, I mean, as a wing back, he was really attacking as well. I remember he 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 was involved in the attacking plays a lot and all that. But like, come on, man! Especially Ooh, uh, Kukurela. Yeah, Kukurela. Yeah, I remember no. like he was he an was... overlap option. He was never an attacking option. Yeah, I mean overlapping, but I'm saying he 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 still like got involved in attack. That's what I'm saying. You know, but now he doesn't. I mean, I don't I don't remember a cross from Kukurela today. Yeah, you know it's true. I think t- I think this is I think this is why I think it's because um we was going down a, when we was actually on top of the game as I would say it was maybe like second half of the first half or like most of the first half. You know we were mainly going down the right, um, and you know we saw Aspera quite like in the half spaces a lot, for example. Um, so I think when we were on top of the game, we didn't really use the left side that much, and then we come out second half. So I don't think Kukovic really had the chance to advance too much uh, this game. You know, I think, um, yeah, he was quite pinned back most of the time. Because when it got to the second half, you know, we mainly pinned back until like, the last 10 minutes or so. Fairs, fairs. Well, I, I, I think he needs to do better. Okay, yeah, let's talk about rates. Um, oh, have we spoken about man of the match? I mean, Thiago Silva. No, no, no. Man yeah, of the match, yeah. Right? I mean, I can say Thiago Silva, I can say Hulk. We need to have a, we need to have Donkey of the Match, you know, just, just <laughs> yeah. so can talk about yeah, something. No, yeah, no, no, I'm down, yeah. He was your Donkey of the Match. It feels like we lost, but we didn't really, <laughs> but, you know. Yeah, but I Donkey keep forgetting we drew. We didn't, I, it feels like we lost. <laughs> it, yeah, it should feel like a loss. We should be, you know, we should be winning this game. You know, no, no, true. bro, ultimately we lost because, like, Champions League, the, it was seven points behind fourth place now. That's a loss. So forget we lost. Don't get me wrong. I know we drew the yeah. game, but also we lost. So. Yeah, but considering I, we got City as well next, you know, you gotta be yeah. winning that, this game. <laughs> Bro, like there's hope though. I mean the season hasn't ended yet. But yeah. Um um so, okay. Don't get the game. I mean, for me I'm gonna go man of the match, but Another game. I guess if we lose properly, then I'll go down to the game. But yeah. No, um, you can do both. I'm not saying you're you're not really because we're all we're all gonna say Tiger Silver anyway, so yeah, <laughs> I can't really think of anyone. I mean, Aspi. I guess if I say Aspi, that's like going to general just consent. Give you a top two or top three. Just, just do that. So it's just easier for you. I don't know. I mean, man of the match, obviously Thiago Silva. Thank you for the game. Probably Aspi. Maybe uh, Gallagher. I know Gallagher didn't really play ninety minutes, but he didn't really convince. Me. I think uh, I think Gallagher's been getting too much hate, man, for this well, he cameo look, he today. Did... He didn't look good at all today. Like he was losing the ball, making stupid decisions. Like, oh. like it I wasn't think, even like, that because I think his overall gameplay wasn't bad. But I think with Gallagher, it's the fear that if somebody presses him, we're gonna lose the ball. And if and also the fact that like if if he tackles somebody incorrectly, that's a yellow or red card. I don't have that assurance when I watch him play. Like, yeah, Alice. <laughs> A palace, it was much better. I don't, I mean, I don't know. He was in a low block, man. <laughs> he, was pretty, <laughs> yeah. he was in a low block, man. It's a different the possession based team, bro. Uh, yeah, I think man of the match was Thiago Silva, and I'll say, I say, I, I, I say, Don the match was, I don't really like Kudabali. I don't like hating on the other players, but Kudabali was horrible today. <laughs> he was really poor today. Like, for someone as physical as he like should be, um, he just, he he had some decent moments playing out of the press in in the first half, but second half like uh, Arinini Ari can't say his name. The Nottingham Forest winger had him on ropes, man. It was not good. So yeah, because obviously SP 
you know what to expect from Asby these days, and it's not really his fault, I, I would say. You know, he's a victim of this club having poor planning, you know, because he should have been gone a long time ago. You know, I must say I love him. Uh, he's just not at the level we need him to be anymore. Uh, and then Kuda Bali, you know, he didn't help. He didn't help at all. Um, so, yeah, Kuda Bali yeah. was really poor yeah. today. We had Thiago Silva having to clean up for everybody. But yeah, yeah, so yeah, as per really, as per usual, man. Jesus. That's per usual, that's per true that. No, he had a phenomenal game, but yeah, sad we didn't win though. But yeah, Ray, over to you. Oh, that's very simple. I have two donkeys at a match, but my man at a match is Sterling Step up. No, I'm playing. Um <laughs> my my man at a match is Thiago Thiago Silva. I think I have two donkeys at a match. Um even though as we played calamitous on that right side, <laughs> defensively and attacking wise, yeah. Kulabali, you're not you're not like thirty five, thirty six. You're a thirty one year old. I like I get it. People look at his face. You probably think he's thirty five. No, he's a thirty one year old guy. Okay, mm-hmm. you're my goat. You're my guy. <laughs> my goat defender. But you, you you're looking shocking out there. Now yeah. the person I think is the reason why is looking like a, a a lot of donkeys. Graham, I knew you were gonna do. <laughs> now. Yeah, and I say this because, <laughs> it's because um, you're playing Forrest. Cool. You want to do the inverted fullbacks uh, thing? Cool. But this habit of playing, this is, this is one of the reasons why Kulabai looks bad, and I can't really judge how bad he really is, because every single time we're playing, we're playing into a donut hole midfield, and then you're playing at 80 miles per hour, with a team who thrives on counterattacking, which is Forrest. That's 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 just that's just bad tech his tactics set everybody up to fail. Number one, on the left side, fine, you did well. You got uh you got um Kukurella to overlap, good. Uh and Pulisic couldn't capitalize, fine. Sterling, you had Sterling isolated. You had um what's his face? Zachariah playing instead of a defensive eight, he's playing as like an advanced, he's basically a cam. I was like, what is he doing up there? I'm confused. And then J5, there was on my hand, if I had three hands, I count like 30 times where he was isolated, and I get it. J5 is not good physically, but my God, you can't leave the guy to be around three people and expect, expect him to continuously beat that press. It's not going to happen. So, yeah, everybody looks bad because of his the whole death for this one. Yeah, but you say that, but I mean, anybody who struggled with Aspie as a right back, you yes, know, when yes, we... but this, this is my point, though. If you know that Aspie has that many deficiencies, play him as a fullback. And also, don't tell the players to play that quickly because it's going to mm-hmm. expose him even more. It's going to expose him, Thiago Silva, and Koulibaly. But unlike, unlike Koulibaly, Thiago Silva has great positional awareness to know where to be. Uh, mm-hmm. Koulibaly is very aggressive as a centre-back. So if you're going to play with somebody, you can't play him in that style because he's going to get exposed. He got exposed every single time, and he looks yeah. shit. Besides when he's playing the ball. <laughs> well, first, but I still think it's I, I think ultimately it's still the um Reese James, lack of Reese James, because the Bournemouth game I guess it was not as frantic as this was, so you do have a fair point there. But I feel like when Reese James is playing, we can what's the word? There's, there's a word Tuko likes to use. We can match them. Not necessarily match them, but there's a particular word he likes to use, but let's just go with match them. When Reese James is playing, we can match the intensity. Yeah, that's what actually intensity. Took a lot of that word. Yeah, yeah okay, but, so... but you know, you know what Reese James does though—he covers up for the weaknesses because 
nobody's going to get past Reese James to get to Koulibaly on that right-hand side, right? Or if somebody does get past Reese James, he's going to recover and help Koulibaly clean up the mess. Um, but but it doesn't excuse Koulibaly for having those deficiencies in his game because Thiago Silva is slower than you, and he's older than you. Yeah. He still has way better position awareness. That's the problem. Yeah. That yeah, should be fact. happening. Yeah. Also, I was just going to say this about the Zachariah thing. I, mean, I felt like if Reese James was playing, Zachariah wouldn't have to do that. Oh, yeah, that's what I just game. realized. I literally just that just hit me while we were talking about this. I think that's probably why his career was kind of deployed because he was very wide at times, like he was very close yeah. to the top yeah. line at times. I was confused. Um, but I do think it was because you know, it was that's like another body on that right hand side to help as bit of Quetta. Um, but I just, but I don't think you should, I think it is a lot more important to have that solidity in midfield with. Because the Zachary J5 pivot, like we should have kept that again today. Keep them building that relationship. Because obviously they did display Bournemouth, so I'm not going to say like that's like that should be our midfield. That's how it should work. But we should test it for as many games as we can. But we we completely threw it out the window today um, to cover up for Aspie, it seems. And exactly, I don't think we should have did that. And if so, I think maybe I don't know. Maybe you know we should have played Trevor right back or, or something like that. But you know, and the lack of right back is a big issue. And it's been an issue for too long now. Like I don't know how we didn't get a backup right back last um last January, for example. So, you know, it's just silly squad planning again and it's just it fucks up everything, you know? Yeah. All right. It leads me to ask this question. Because Ray wanted to speak about this today. So I are we put it in or put it out? Ray, I'll let I'll you, let you guys go first because you know, I'm sure you guys know my stance on this, but all right, all right. Ray. Do you want to go first or should I? Go ahead. So I'm just going to say, I mean, the mature, I don't want to patronize him, but the, the mature answer really is, it's just a draw. I know, yes, we've lost Champions League football because it seems unlikely that we're going to qualify for Champions League now. So from that perspective, it hurts, but I feel like I could see what we're building. I feel like once we get the tools, then I feel like portable really work. But for now, I'm laughing it up because <laughs> I expected us to beat New- Nottingham Forest. I mean, let's be realistic here. So prom- we got two promoter sides. We got Bournemouth and we got, what's the name? Uh, Nottingham Forest. And we have Fulham yeah. after Man City. So this were like three points for us to get. And we, we obviously threw one away today. Two, we threw two away today. You know, so from that perspective, I could see it that, okay, but for long term, I feel like so yeah, ultimately you put it in. Oh, that's good to hear. <laughs> I am ironically put it in. Um, because I, I don't I think it is childish to just throw a manager away without building anything with him. Um, but I'm gonna continue to criticize because I'm sitting there like, okay. You know the tempo you play is too fast for this team. And you know you wanna play a high line, but you wanna play a high line with Khalidu Kulabali, who has <laughs> Caught out of position so many times. It's it's just it's just it it just it reeks of like I right, you clearly I don't know if you don't know your players or you're just you're just trying to do it to see if it'll work eventually. And I I don't know what it is, but um yeah I think I hope as long as he fixes up it is what it is. Like, I'm not one of the, I'm not one of those people who are secretly Potter out. No, like <laughs> whatever the manager is, do your thing. But I can't continue to watch this like under under TT right. There's so many times that we lost and we drew, but I'd be like, let's be honest, that game we should have won. Like 60 to 70 to 80% of them games are like, listen, 
that was a winnable game. That's why I wasn't mad. But these games, I don't feel any control. I just feel like it just feels like vibes inshallah. I don't I don't get it, but he needs to fix that now. And I don't I don't want him to get fired by the the the, the new ownership because that's just bad bad planning. No, just just write it up for a season now. Doesn't look good on us, I know, right? All right, who's no. the yeah, yeah. Well, I'm surprised by your answers, fellas. Um, I thought I was going to hear Potter out, so um, that's great to hear. Um, but you know, I'm Potter in 100. I really, I really do, I really do back him. You know, he impressed me so much at Brighton. I always had my, I always had my eye at him, uh, on him at Brighton. You know, I wanted Tuchel to be here for as long as I lived, but you know, in the back of my mind, I was like, when Tuchel would leave, you know, to go to a better club. Or if we were stupid enough to sack him, I would want Potter to replace him. And then it kind of happened like way quicker than I ever anticipated. Um, uh, you know, so, but, you know, I really do rate, rate Potter um, for so many reasons. You know, player development, how he is with the players. Um, and he is good tactically. Nowhere near, not, I wouldn't say nowhere near, but like Tuchel is superior, of course. Because um, it's Thomas Tuchel. But, you know, but, you know Potter matched Tuchel quite a bit when he was at Brighton. Um, but yeah, I do agree with uh, what Rafe was saying in terms of with Tuchel, we control it looks like we control games a lot more, and uh, yeah, that's one hundred percent true. Um, like I do, Fatalki is better, and he didn't know how to get like the best out of these horrible these horrible players. Um, but yeah, yeah, I didn't think like, this isn't Potter's squad. This is Conte's squad. This is Sarri's squad. This is Lampard's squad. This is Tuchel's squad. Um. And in day he hasn't he hasn't had a transfer window. He didn't have like Ten Hag like Ten Hag. He didn't have a summer to pick his players and train his players in his way over a summer. You know he's had a messed up schedule. He's had, he's had injuries. Um, yeah, but so bro, yeah, bro. But again, you you set me up to ask you this question because mm. actually, to be fair, it's a bit a cool squad because I know he bought most of the players, but still. Um, yes, you set me up to ask you this question because, like, Frank Lampard came in and Frank mm-hmm. Lampard achieved his objective. The bare minimum at Chelsea is get the Champions League, you know, get Champions League football for next season. Mm-hmm. But now it's not looking likely. And yes, I know we're going to accept it, but you can't keep making excuses for him. Like, oh, yeah, no, I agree 100%. Um, and you know, I want top four as an expectation, even when Potter came in and, um, you know, the kind of idea of not getting top four was kind of circling around and I was like, I don't, you know, we should be definitely getting top four. But the climate to get top four is harder than it's been in the past few years. And even in the past few years, he's kind of scraped every time, you know. Under Lampard, last game of the season, you know, we had to win it or we wouldn't get it. When we won a Champions League that season, I mean, obviously the game was before Champions League final. Um, so, you know, we couldn't be like, okay, yeah, we can not get it in the league and then hope we get the Champions League and qualify. So we had to make sure we got it. And we only got it in that case, you know, in Tuchel's first season, because Gareth Bale decided to be our hero for some for some reason, um, and then you know, and then you know, last year it was still tight as well, um, and it's like we've actually scraped it like a majority no. of the time. Um, Last year, Rumble, we never dropped out of third place. Rumble, we never dropped Rumble. So yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah just right. we never dropped out of third. That's right. Um, I think, I think for like the, the fan base and like, I try to, cause me, I already have my opinion. This season is a write-off. I've said it like a million times. This is a write-off season, but more so like if I get on like a platform, I try to kind of get people to understand why. Cause a lot of people aren't really good at saying, I don't like the way Potter is doing this because 
you know, he's not giving me any reason to trust him. And let's be honest, he's played, what, 18 games at this point right now? Right now? Yeah. So if, yeah. if you've seen two, two good games out of the 18, you're going to have a side eye. That's why me, I say I have a side eye, right? But I'm not insane enough. Like, I'm not dumb enough to get rid of a manager in, after one season. That's just dumb. And that just goes back into this. Uh, I just don't like the excuses I hear for him because Frank, I know he has people, people I know Ray, Judah, you guys don't rate um don't guys rate don't rate Frank. Rate. He's a Frank, terrible yeah. coach. Frank's He's a great good manager. Oh, Frank, Frank. He's learning. And he did, he did, I know Wizzy said oh, circumstances of football at the time first, but you still have to do what you have to do. And he got, he finished fourth. Yeah, yeah, no, he nailed it, man. And um, I think we give, you know, in retrospect, we give Frank a lot of stick. But that first season was great. We would have had an, F- we would have had an FA Cup if Anthony Taylor wasn't alive. Um, and, um, you know, I think even the second Frank, and I, I personally think we should have stuck with Frank, you know, because he wanted to do what we're doing now. He wanted to rebuild, but Marino and Co. didn't want that. Um, we just did the same thing with two cores old and Bodhi kind of fell out with him and Bodhi wanted his own man eventually. Um, so, you know, we need to just suck her up and just stick with a manager, manager for once and let him build something and let him actually build a squad in his image because we haven't had that at Chelsea. Um, it, it feels literally, it feels like forever since we've had that because we've just been so into this hire and sacking thing. But at the end of the day, it doesn't work in a modern game anymore. It just doesn't work. Um... You know, it could work. Madrid. But I don't want to digress too much. I actually want to say this because you said something that I want to talk about. Um, uh, fuck, I hope I remember now. <laughs> yeah, Fez, yeah, I don't want to digress too much. Let's talk about Man City then. You know. Why are we talking about Man City in the Chelsea podcast? Well, I guess we missed just a regular podcast. Yeah, well, what? let's talk about City. Fuck it. Hey, we're going to the next game, innit? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, 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 I really hope I remember what I was trying to remind myself but first but yeah let's let's talk about man city because obviously we're playing man city next i know we spoke about them earlier but now we can officially speak about them i mean what, what do you predict actually mate we're sport? getting uh <laughs> i think two nil three nil uh to yeah. see because <laughs> it's yeah. uh did hannon didn't play against us in the power cup um so we still, haven't had, we still haven't dealt with fuck with bloody you know so I don't know what the language uh, if I can't swear or not, but <laughs> um, you know I you know I, we haven't been fucked by hand yet, you know, um, and yeah, it's gonna be hard. Um, part of me I keep thinking I would I, I think I might want to see a back three against them if I'm honest. Um, but obviously I want to keep system consistency at the same time. But I think we're we're literally gonna be matching their formation formation unless we have a pivot which i think we should probably do um but say we do we did we did today they're gonna outplay us because they're better but they know this formation better than we do um and yeah and obviously they have they, they need they need the win realistically for the title chances if they lose it they're gonna be about 10 points nine points off uh, arsenal and pep won't want that they won't want that i'm sure pep's giving them a hounding after the draw against everton so i think they're gonna be really up for it are we home or away Home. You're home. Oh, that's even worse, man. I went to City home last year. It was literally <laughs> the most deflating thing ever. You know, when Jesus scored that stupid deflected goal, like, that was horrible. So, yeah, well, maybe because, hopefully because it's home, it's a no 2 or something, but I do think they're going to really come at us. Um, and, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be rough. I can't lie. I'm not looking forward to it, but. 
Hey ho. <laughs> I remember what I was trying to say again. Now um, I was gonna say that um, Porter should be Porter as Chelsea manager should be getting six points against Bournemouth and not some Forest. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. I agree. I do agree with that. Um, uh, but it's just yeah. I think um, you know, TT too cool. He worked miracles on the on the squad, and that's because how good he is tactically. He somehow got the best out of these players tactically. Uh, and Porter can't do that to the same degree as Tuchel, and we're seeing that. Um, you know, we're seeing what an average manager who isn't the amazing Thomas Tuchel. We're seeing what not average, but we're seeing what most managers would do with this squad, and it's jack shit. Is the answer? You know, like this, this, you know, this squad is just—it's been planned so badly. Like, who? Like, question to you guys: Who is physical in our team? I mean, besides that, right? Nobody. That's what I'm saying. Kulibaly's physical. Uh, yeah, I, I that's the thing. The he should be. I was saying that earlier, like he should be, but he isn't um, like enough. And like we don't have a spine to our team. Like we fully might be the, one of the easiest teams to play against because you know we have a technical ability here and there. But like I doubt anyone would be scared to play us. And not an enforced definitely was. You know, not an enforced realized at half time that they could just you know have a go at us and somehow get something, and they did. Um, but like. Yeah, I I want to bring Ray in actually, but I still think we 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 were I I still think we had points where we could um kill off the game per se, you know. But I guess fiscality and the the fans they brought the fans in and they kind of lifted them up and all that. So first, yeah, Ray, mm-hmm. what can you say about Man City? I mean, oh yeah, we're gonna win that game. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, and because uh, I've 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 been watching City. And they've been doing this thing, you know. You know they play. They actually play a back three a, a lot now, and nobody just notices it, bro. Like I I, no one notices anything City does, like unless he has to probably actually watch them in it. Like they do, they do a lot of interesting tactical stuff that normally picks up on in, in the ground. What scenes. are they doing? I don't know. It's it's interesting, bro. <laughs> I I watched their last game, and I'm like, is this a back three or transition? Because I couldn't tell. It was a back three. It was a back three. Yes, it was a back three. Yeah, because because I I remember seeing uh, what you Ake Akanji and who's the other guy Stones, and I'm like, is Stones like yeah? And Lewis was like in the middle. I was Rico Lewis was in the middle somewhere, and then I can't remember. I was just like, what is what is going on? But then it looked like a fluid back four back three type thing so I was just like I'll leave it <laughs> but I mean do you reckon Cancelo comes back into the starting lineup now if, if he does you, I think he I think he will I think he's been out for a while now Um, I think he will because you know it's against us for example as well Um, and yeah he does offer them a lot like uh, going forward as well and obviously they haven't been it wasn't the best going forward against Everton because they managed to get one goal. Um, so, yeah, I think we might see Cancelo against us. Um, and, yeah, depending on what side he plays, you know, if he plays, if we do play Asby and he plays against Asby's side and there's a City winger and Cancelo both going to Asby, you know, or on Asby's side of the pitch, it's going to be a very long, long game. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. That's Grealish's side. Yeah. Yeah, Grealish is not. I feel like Grealish might have a good game against us actually, because he generally does have a good. He's, he rattles us a lot actually. He's so annoying when he plays against Chelsea. Yeah, pretty annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 like I said, I think we will, we will ironically win the game, and it's gonna be funny when it happens. Um, because I think Pep isn't gonna be as like 
um, Pep isn't going to be as uh, crazy about his game that I think people will think he will. I think he'll probably play Alvarez, and I don't know if he'll he'll play Holland. He might want to rest him, but I think if Holland does play against us, we're going to have an easy time. If Julian Alvarez plays, though, long day. No, I think we'll, I think we'll see Holland because I think they need the prem points. Um, oh, yeah, and that's, a, that's, a, that's the thing. If it was, this is a cup game, you know, I'll be maybe saying different because it's the prem. Yeah. You know, because the, the cup game's on the weekend. Um, as far as I'm aware. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think just because it is the prem, I think Pep's going to go all out basically. Um, I think we're gonna get hammered, man. I'll be honest. <laughs> it's so annoying. I hate not, you know, not having confidence or thinking we're gonna win before a game. But it's just the circumstances are against us as well because it's just drew a game and all of that, as I was saying earlier. So yeah, it won't be too good. But I hope we can, because I think the performance we had against City in the cup wasn't too bad, if I'm if I'm honest. Um, considering, yeah, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't the best, but but that's what Lewis Hall was great in there as well. So. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, from a Chelsea perspective, before call it a day, because I, I think podcast is running like almost in fifteen minutes now. Before call it a day, um, who do you reckon might be in the midfield? Because I was gonna ask, great, do you think we should drop Jorginho and bring in Kovacic? So we have Kovacic Zakaria partnership. That is or... the worst idea we can we can go with <laughs> because because, <laughs> because because City wants you City wants to play with against with with Kovacic because Kovacic plays very very fast. And that's going to expose our fullbacks and the defenders that we have. Bad idea. If you're going to play Kovacic, J5 has to be in there. Or if you're going to play J5, have J5 in the pivot and have a three, three-man three midfield in front of him. Don't do what you did today. But if you do that, it will switch. If you do that, it will kill the consistency. Because I still think this formation works, actually. It's just no, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying J5 in the pivot. With mm-hmm. Zachariah in a back four, so four two three one. Yeah, uh, yeah. We, I think four two three one. I don't know how we from it today because we still stuck with it partially in against Bournemouth, and obviously you know we have this feeling that Zachariah was deployed where he was today to cover up for Aspi. But I think the pivot will help that um, as well, and maybe just kind of have them have to like shift to one side if need be, you know. Um, but yeah, I want to see the I want to see the pivot. I don't want to see this bollocks of like Zachariah being like a advanced eight. I think it was just yeah, I don't I don't really get it. That's the one thing like yeah that you know I normally have put as uh decisions today. Um, but yeah, I want to see the J five Zachariah pivot. I think yeah for sure. That's the thing because I don't think really Kovacic really fits in. I don't think Kovacic can really play as Zachariah. Um, and then uh, we still need that physicality in the midfield. I think so. Yeah, I would yeah. go for for that for the midfield. All right, how about who do you reckon might play right back then? <clears throat> I'd love to see Trev there because I do think he'll be able to do the job there. You know, um, and he's really good. Going, I think he's quite underrated going forward. Um, he's a very. I think Trev is very complete. I think I don't think he's really appreciated enough. Um, I think he's a good passer. He can he can shoot. He's not too yeah. bad at progressing the ball in terms of like you know carrying it forward. Um, I really want to see Trev tried there, and I'm surprised like we didn't see that today. Um, so I'd like to see that. But um, if not, we don't have a choice, but as per the quitter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Ray, I think he's going to double down and, and pick um, as per the quitter. Yeah, I mean, if either way is fine, because um, you get consistency 
you get to see because if you're gonna play Aspie now, because we played a four three three today and a four two four, and then you left Jorginho isolated. So if you go back to your four two three one, you play that against City. If it works, it means you stick with it, and it means that these guys have built more chemistry together. So I think it's a win win because I don't see us beating City anyway. So fuck it, just do what you're doing today. Like just just play a four two three one instead of four three three because it looks terrible. Like this four three three you played was terrible. It was so bad. Would he have the balls to drop his captain though? That's the thing, because it's it's more than that. Listen, well, that man got you, you. You know when you're in the in the cold and your balls shrink. That, that's part <laughs> right there, man. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, we ended there. Yeah, I mean, Wizzy, Ray, thank you for coming, man. I mean, Wizzy was no good. Worries, man. Thank you, thank you for having me, man. I really appreciate it. Cheers, man. Good chat, actually. I I do like the you you guys, Ray, especially you guys, man. You guys are killing it. Cheers, guys. Yeah, I have to shackle myself sometimes. Right, I mean, you want to do a prediction? I mean, I, I still think we're going to draw, but, you know, I think Ray, you're doing Yeah. I mean, I feel like you're the one who feels confident, but, yeah. 2-0 two, two, two Chelsea. I'm always outside, man. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to say ridiculous stuff until the season is over. 2-0 no Chelsea. Uh, three, three, no Man City, man. I'll, I'll be honest. <laughs> More confident than all, man. If it was if the cup, different story maybe. If it was that, if it was about the Saturday game, I'd say maybe something different. But because the pen, they're gonna go, they're gonna go all out because they need to. Mm-hmm. They're lacking behind Arsenal too much now. So, yeah, three no C. <laughs> <laughs> I say, I say, a quite one nil loss. I mean, not actually a draw, not a loss. One one. Let's say one one. Oh, well, one. if we're lucky, I'd love to see that. That'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> let's mud them. Let, let's let's mud Man City at least. Let's let's just make them not win the title just to make ourselves feel good. Bro, this is shocking. You can never. I, feel you know, I don't want Arsenal winning it though, man. That's the thing, man. Like, I say, throw the game and just you know let them get closer to Arsenal because kind of Arsenal winning it. No, yeah, we'll, we'll leave it there. Cheers, guys. <laughs>